Hey, you guys. Happy Sunday and happy Valentine's Day. Oh, I have so much to talk to you about today. We are going to talk about approval addiction. Um, this is something that I struggled with, gosh, up until I was about probably 25 25 to almost 30 years old and it's something that I honestly didn't even realize I had um so today we're going to talk about approval addiction and just letting that go so I I'm going to talk about how I realized I had an approval addiction where it stemmed from and kind of how I got over it so you know, people say, oh, well, approval addiction. And I remember when it was first presented to me and I was pissed. I'm like, I don't have an approval addiction. I know who I am. And I was actually handed a book that was called Approval Addiction by Joyce Myers. And they were like, you need to read this. And it came from one of my favorite people in the whole entire world, my meemaw. And I thought, what? Like, no, I'm strong-willed. I'm hard-headed. The last thing I have is an approval addiction. And, oh God, I don't even know how old I was when she gave me that book. I mean, oh, let's just say I didn't read it for probably seven years. So I was young and she could obviously see something that I couldn't see. Um, and I was hard-headed, and so I just put it on a shelf, but I never got rid of it, and it wasn't until years later, I was like, whoa, she was right. I have a horrible approval addiction, um, and I want to talk about what that looks like because, you know, it, it it can take on some really nasty forms in your life and really hold you back and really stunt your growth as a person and you not even realize what is going on. Um, it can carry over into your relationships with your spouse, your friends, your coworkers, um, and it can really hinder your personal growth whenever you are seeking approval from others. So I will tell you, I know where mine comes from. Um, growing up, I grew up with very tough love parents, and we had some great memories, but there are some things that... I feel like we're detrimental to me um, and my development and not intentionally, but I, I know these areas are where I became so addicted to the approval of others. And, you know, I don't say this to point fingers. I say this because I'm very mindful of how I interact with my children and how I may make them feel. And I'm going to give you a couple of examples. I, I remember, um, you know, making... Um, a 90 on a spelling test one time when I was a little girl and I will never forget um being told that's good and all but why didn't you make a hundred and I will I remember sitting there feeling so defeated as a child going wow I was so excited because I have a really difficult time spelling um like horrible I didn't even know that the word hello didn't have a W on the end of it until I was 17 years old. Like, I really, really, really struggled with spelling. And so I remember being so proud of that. And gosh, sitting there going, wow, I should have done better. I sh I'm not enough. I should have done better. I can just remember so many times, you know, well... 
so-and-so is cleaner, so-and-so is more organized, um, and just being compared a lot to someone who was quote-unquote better than me, and it was hard because I never felt like validated or loved for the person I was growing up. Now, I wasn't a perfect person by any means, but I struggled in a lot of areas. I was always very creative, but I was very unorganized. I was very sloppy. My handwriting wasn't great. I couldn't spell. And I was very um, athletic and very good at math. So, you know, the artsy side of my brain just, it wasn't there. That's not my strengths. And so it was always like, well, why aren't, why aren't your weaknesses better? And it could be, well, you made a hundred in math, but you barely passed ELA. Like it, it just always was what's wrong with the, the things you're not good at. And so that was really hard for me growing up. I didn't realize it at the time, but I always knew I wanted to do better and do more because I just wanted to be told good job. Um, I will never forget calling um, my parents whenever I was in college. And it's kind of like when I realized my problem is I would call them and, and say like, guess what my GPA is? Guess what my GPA is? And I would be so excited. And Jay was also in college at the time. And they were like, what's Jay's GPA? And I would tell them and they're like, why isn't his as much as yours? And I that's when I realized like there was a lot of emphasis on my growing up of what wasn't working and what wasn't going right and what wasn't maybe measuring up. And that's what I had chased you know, all of growing up was what didn't measure up. And I tried to fill those gaps. I, I I tell you, like, all I ever wanted was for someone to tell me that they were proud of me. Um, so years later, I, I started really struggling with this in my career. I wanted a high five for every good thing I did. I sought validation from anywhere and everywhere. And it could be like, I remember I was so weak-minded, I would ask people, like, what color should I do my nails? And not like, hey, vote on this. What color do you like better? Literally, like, I had no opinion. I had no self-worth. I had no confidence. And it was like, what color should I do my hair? What color looks best on me? What do I like to eat? Like, I didn't know who I was because I had always sought outside validation. And that was so detrimental to me because I didn't know who I was. Um, and it was whenever I became super successful, when I realized like I have got to stop looking for someone else to tell me good job and I have to start telling myself good job. And I have to not only start building myself up, but I also have to stop calling certain people and looking for a good job because I'm not going to get it. I'm just not going to get it because it doesn't mean that they're not proud of me. It doesn't mean that they don't look at me and go, wow, that's really awesome. It just means that I'm always, you know, they say if you live for the approval of others, you will die slowly, right? That really finally hit home to me whenever I was older and I realized that there would always be an opinion of what I could do better as a mom, as a wife, as a student in college, as an adult, as a teacher, as a principal. I thought, wow, like 
If I give someone else control over my self-confidence, I will have none because your self-confidence has to come from within, right? And that's really when I started realizing I sought validation from not just my parents anymore, but from anybody and everyone. And that's when I realized I didn't have an opinion of my own. I didn't have a brain of my own. And I did. I just wasn't using it. And that was, oh, that was so hard. That was a time whenever I had to go back and rediscover myself because I will tell you too, someone with anxiety, they just want to feel safe, right? They want to feel safe and safe means they want to be validated. They want to know that what they're doing is okay. Um, And at the end of the day, whenever you have anxiety and you give away that control to other people, you are literally putting your life and your self-esteem and your mental stability in someone else's hands. And the chances are you're going to put it in someone's hands that doesn't have your best interest at heart. Um, narcissistic people, narcissistic people prey on people that don't know who they are, the weak, the vulnerable, the people that have, you know, lived a hard life and they want to rescue them, but you're never going to be able to grow as a person. And so approval addiction, I, gosh, I feel like it was... When I became super successful in this career and I realized that the people that I wanted to be proud of me were not calling me, you know, crying with me going, oh my God, I can't believe what you've done. You've created this whole new life for yourself. You got fired from corporate America and look at what you've done. You've recreated yourself like, holy shit, we are so proud of you, right? That didn't happen. And that is whenever I was like, whoa, I have got to be proud of me. These people, it's not that maybe they're not proud of me. It's just that this has got to come from inside. I have to go to sleep every night with my own thoughts, with my own beliefs, with my own um, choices. And I've got to decide, am I going to tell myself good job or not? And that's whenever I decided to let that approval go out the window. But not only did I let it go out the window, whether or not people told me, you know, I'm proud of you or not, that is also whenever I stopped asking. I stopped asking what they thought. I stopped, you know, giving people like that the opportunity to weigh in on my life. And it's not because I didn't care about them anymore, but I cared more about what I thought. You know, when I went to bed at night, was I proud? I mean, I used to hang my hat on what other people thought. And that's also when I realized I was an empath. When I realized that I literally could feel people's emotions that didn't even feel their own emotions. Whenever someone would walk in the room and they were judgmental or they were negative, I could feel that in my body and it was making me physically sick. Um, I limited my interaction with those people. I limited my physical proximity to those people because I was literally making myself miserable and myself sick at holidays, at gatherings. And, you know, are my kids' Halloween costumes the cutest? Are, and, uh, it was, it was crazy. It's crazy to look back now and think, you know, you guys see me as such this strong, independent, confident person, but it took so much for me to get here. It took so much of realizing that, 
nobody else can make me feel confident. Nobody else can make me feel like I have approval. Um, Here's what I do want to say, though. It is very important for you to identify people in your life that you look up to, but you should not look up to them for approval. You should look up to them because they inspire you and you want to learn from them, okay? So I go back and I think, who was I looking up to for approval was not someone I was looking up to to emulate or to learn from. They were literally people that I was, I were hoping would tell me like, good job or would be proud of me or would high five me. But they, every single one of those people were not someone I wanted to be like. And I think back and I'm like, whoa, those were the wrong people that I was putting up on a pedestal what they thought of me. So whenever I went and I readjusted, you know, my focus and my outlook, I decided, no, I'm going to look up to people and I'm going to put weight on what people think that I would trade places with. And here's the thing. I don't put my approval in their hands, but I give their opinions weight. So like our CEO, I love I love what he's done. I value him. I respect him and I look up to him. I don't look to him for approval. But when I do something and he tells me good job, that means more to me than somebody that I used to seek validation from telling me good job. I I have a you know, these mentors and it's not like they're formal mentors. Like I've called them up and been like, Hey, will you be my mentor? They're just people that I value. And so when I'm having a rough day, I don't call somebody to sit and gossip. I don't call someone that I want to weigh in. I call someone that's been where I have been that can give me guidance versus approval. So like the other day, I was going through something super hard. I was having a breakdown. Who did I call? (laughs) I called an eight-figure earner in the company. She's not one of my best friends, but she is one of the people I look up to immensely. I don't need her to be my best friend, right? And I don't mean that rude. That's that's not the kind of um, relationship I seek from someone like that. It has nothing to do with a friendship. It has everything to do with a like mentorship. I called her and I talked to her like a mentor and I'm like, I have two situations. I need guidance. What would you do? What have you done before we talked? She encouraged me. She didn't validate me. She encouraged me and I moved along making decisions that I could say I was proud of for the way I was handling myself. I didn't need validation. Validation is someone literally telling you, good job and they could care less what kind of decision you were making, right? That's validation. I don't need to be validated. I need guidance. So a lot of times I feel like we are looking for guidance and we are, we're giving it to people um, in the form of validation and those people will never validate our choices. Um, so I really just want to encourage you today to look at, do you have a, an approval addiction? A lot of people that are growing their self-confidence do. I know that I try really hard with my um, people, the women on my team, whenever they message me, what would you do? If it's more of an opinion based versus, hey, I've never been here before. I'm not sure what I need to do. I try to stop and redirect them. And instead of going, because if you tell someone, good job, that's such a great job, they're going to come back to you constantly to help build their confidence. And while we play a part in that, we cannot build someone's self-confidence all the way for them, right? 
So I try to encourage girls when they're like, hey, what photo do you like the best? I'm like, well, what photo do you like the best? They're both beautiful. Or they say, um, am I making the right choice? And I'll say, well, tell me why you think this is the right choice. I give people an opportunity to think for themselves and to build their confidence themselves. And it's not because I don't care about them. It is because I want to turn them right back to their own self and their own approval and their own self-confidence um because at the end of the day that is what matters that is what is going to fill up their cup if they have to come to me for a good job for every single thing that they do they're never going to be an independent person and the most important thing as an adult as a wife as a mom as a business owner is to be independent and to be self-confident there are absolutely Um, parts of your life where you need a community but in my opinion there is no part of my life where I need the approval of someone else there just isn't if I can go to bed at night other than myself if I can go to bed at night and I can put my head down and I can know I made the right choices and I can know where I need to grow and where I need to pivot. I don't need anyone else to tell me if I have a growth mindset. I can learn from others and what they have done, but their approval does not make or break me. So if you are living for the approval of someone else, if you are living for the approval of your mentor versus guidance, if you are living for the approval of your spouse, if you are living for the approval of your children, your best friend, your boss, your parents, you will never feel fulfilled ever. You have got to cut the cord right now on your self-confidence that is plugged into someone else's outlet because it doesn't work. You've got to look from within. You've got to learn to tell yourself good job. You have got to learn to build yourself up because you are trying to literally fill your self-confidence cup with someone else's opinion of you. It'll never happen, guys. So go out, approve of your damn self, love yourself, um, be very aware of where you might have an approval addiction like I did, and let it go. Grow in your own power. Love you guys. Happy Valentine's Day.